Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hello, you're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. I'm Corey, a.k.a. Bayou Benders, alongside Mason Dixon, and this is Habs Nightly, your hub for Habs content. back to another episode of Habs Nightly, a special episode of Habs Nightly. Uh, it's being recorded late as fuck, but uh, with that being a late as fuck episode, the Habs, I said it before we jumped on, have clinched, and he laughed, and I said clinched the last spot in the league standings. Thank God uh, our chances are high, but what's going on, Mason? Well, let's just – I want to make it very clear. The Habs clinched because Arizona is so dog shit. They can't <laughs> pink properly. They came back from a 3-0 deficit to the Dallas Stars. Leafs fans close your ears because that's never – you know, 3-0 is kind of a, a soft spot there. And, yeah, I came back and wanted an overtime for the Habs to clinch the best odds at Shane Wright. So suck on that, you dirty fucking desert dogs. Um, But, Corey, I am absolutely phenomenal. I am sweaty and gross. I just came back from a soccer tryout in fucking one-degree weather where I was freezing my absolute tits off. But I hear things are a little different down there. You were recording, and Corey's just chilling, fucking tarps off right now with the ducks roaming around in his backyard. And, like, what would you say, like like 20, 25-degree weather? But no, I'm doing pretty. I'm doing pretty well. Yeah, I've been sweating my ass off, dude. It's been fucking miserable at work. It's just been so hot and humid. But yeah, the ducks are fucking roaming. I love it. I come home every day. There's fucking ducks in my backyard. There's fucking four of them, um, and they love my backyard because the gates always open on the side. Um, and then I throw. Might not be healthy for them. But I throw deli meat out there, and they fucking can't get enough of it. You feed ducks deli meat? <laughs> well, look, dude. So I don't know where the fuck these ducks came from, other than, like, they're just roaming the streets of my neighborhood. 
and everybody's fucking feeding them, right? They're eating cat food. They're eating worms out the ground. They're eating bread. They're eating table scraps. Dude, they come in my backyard, and it all started with I had some deli meat that it's not bad. It's not expired, but it's like I just had got some more because I fucked up and didn't get enough bread the previous week. So they had some deli meat that was sitting longer than I cared to have. I went and bought new deli meat, you know, so I don't know. I guess I'm just being fucking first world and just like not wasting it, not throwing it in the trash. I fucking threw a little bit to the ducks. They fucking went nuts for it. So I've just been fucking feeding them every day with it. And they fucking can't so get enough are, of it. Are ducks some sort of rare occurrence where you're like why the whole fucking town is feeding them? No, it's not the whole town. It's just my neighborhood. Like just my, just my, like my street and the next street over. I'm just so saying we like, have, we have I, what's called a duck park. Like there's just a park that we've just dubbed the duck park in my, in my town. There's like fucking 60 fucking ducks there. So ducks are very common. You've essentially domesticated. Someone has domesticated these ducks. Yeah. And they either let them out for daytime strolls or the person unfortunately might've passed away. And now the ducks don't have someone feeding them. So they're just, up and down the fucking two streets, you know, just big chilling all day. Uh, and I have no problem with it. Like, I fucking love it. I come home, dude. There's just fucking ducks waddling into my backyard. I'm like, let's let's go. It's fucking deli meat time. We have a similar like thing that goes on in Canada, except our, you know, neighborhood ducks are these horrible horrible disgusting creatures called canadian geese oh you mean those badasses those fucking dickheads those disgusting garbage animals that are protected you, you know where you know where they go they come down here yeah they're assholes they're actually um, i mean yeah there's been a couple of geese that fucking pop the shit out of you down here but we had i we had one I came back. I went up back up to Ottawa for exams. Mm-hmm. There are these two Canadian geese for some fucking reason, because they're the dumbest fucking animals on the planet, decide, let's go chill in the middle of Ottawa. And they made a nest in the mulch, like in, right in front of the front door. And they were hissing. Mm-hmm. Hiss, right? Yeah. Hissing at people as they walked by. And I didn't know this. So I pulled up to, I, cause I came back late cause I had, I was doing something in the day. So I got back to my dorm at like 2 AM. I just driven from my home to Ottawa for three and a half hours. It's like two, two 30 in the morning. And I'm walking up the door and this fucking goose is hissing at me. <laughs> and then it, his fucking wife or whatever starts running at me and I was not having it. I was like, I was screaming at this goose at 2.30 in the morning. I'm like, you fuck right off. I'm like, fuck off. I am going to kick the shit out of you. And it kept coming. Problem is, they're protected, so you can't fucking hurt them. But, oh, they're such a pain <laughs> in the ass. I, I'm going to just pelt one one day. They're, they're assholes. You fucking flick it on the on the beak. Good pop. Oh, they're, they're such dickheads. <clears throat> anyway... Um, 
fuck where i don't even know where we go from there i guess on the subject of birds this is the worst segue ever um mm-hmm. birds and ducks ryan gets announced his retirement played his last game uh congratulations on a great career i think it needs to be oh, absolutely phenomenal player what a way to go out to his last assist ever was just fucking gorgeous no look no look pass just beautiful kind of epitomizes his career always a pass first player had a phenomenal by the way you know guys you know ryan Geslap went out still very capable of playing hockey like no, absolutely i i picked them up twice this season they were just on a roll, and he was kind of leading that for a, while, a hot minute I, for his team. I picked him up, too, because he had 37 points in 56 games, but he had 34 assists. Mm-hmm. I was like, when this guy starts scoring, he's going to be putting up. He never did, but – Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Is he, he but was for a while, it was like a – it was at least a, a one-assist night for him for, like, two weeks in a row at, like, separate times. So he did it again. It was yeah, unreal. He, he's – yeah. Like not much needs not not much more really needs to be said. Just a phenomenal player. Um, congratulations on a great career, uh, Ryan Getzlaff. Um, I guess we can start talking about implications of the Habs clinching last place. So that officially means lowest we can draft is third overall. So we're gonna get one of Shane Wright, Logan Cooley, Simon Nemich, or. Uh, your your uh, Slavkovsky. Uh, I'm a Slavkovsky fan. I know there's a fan. There's a portion of the fan base that thinks he's just big, and that's why people like him. <laughs> Those people are. I think you're kind of boneheaded if you think that's why people like Slavkovsky. I understand why a lot. There's a lot of hype around Logan Cooley. I just think Slavkovsky, you know, his frame adds to his skill. However, in saying that, those four players, those are you're, we're getting a great player. Now. <laughs> we're getting a franchise-altering player. Maybe not a superstar. We're going to get a star player. I think Nemich, you know, as great as Shane Wright is, Shane Wright is the first overall pick. I think Nemich might have the highest upside of any of them. He just oh. actually um, scored his 14th point or 17th point, something like that in the playoffs and that's the record in liga which is mm-hmm. that's the record for wow. points by any defenseman in the playoffs and this is a 17 year old so pretty impressive numbers there we're gonna get a great player and the future like the future is just looking so good now like this is phenomenal this makes I think our job is a lot easier too. We're going to get to focus in and talk about four guys in particular who are going to be one of those guys is going to be wearing Habs colors in the next few years, which is just great to say. Like, it's just when you actually consider that. And if you know, if you haven't seen these guys play, I strongly recommend you do automatically makes the Habs prospect pool so much better. And either one of those guys is immediately the best prospect on the team. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Sorry, I'm talking yawn, and I hate I hate doing that mid mid fucking episode. But I didn't want that like weird, uh, dramatic pause in between where you're just like, "What the fuck?" Um, but no, no, I think you're absolutely right. This is what a terrible season, but 
the best way, the best outcome we could have got out of it was actually locking ourselves up with a like a massively potent uh, young kid who's going to be, like you said, the top prospect uh, in our pool. And uh, I don't know, man. I'm just uh, I'm just really excited. Uh, I got to watch a little bit of tonight's game. Really sick. Uh, very, very back and forth, like every Habs game this season. Uh, honestly thought we were going to fucking lose it because that's how it's been for probably 70 of our games was we, we'd catch a lead and we, we'd end up fucking blowing it by like two goals in the end. But I think, what, we got one more game against Florida who's going to win the Stanley Cup, or at least it's my pick Woo! this year. Uh, wow, you're going with Florida, hey? I'm going with Florida because uh, I, I, I'm thinking like, what is the number one thing Tampa would hate, which would be their in-state rival to fucking win it? You know finally. what's fucking hilarious? The Leafs, after the tremendous regular season that they've had, after all of this. They get to play Tampa. <laughs> and I just find that so comforting. It's gonna um, be a, it's gonna be a definite challenge. Um I can't believe you're picking Florida though. I don't know. I've just dude, honest, I've just been I've been really digging them this year. I don't even think it's like statistically correct. I don't I think there's a lot of flaws. I think someone could easily just be like, that's fucking stupid. And point out every reason why it's not. I think just I'm I'm down with the Cinderella story. Like I am just Cinderella falling for this team. Like this team put all their chips in. They they didn't give two fucks about their draft picks or anything like that. They've given up everything for this shot. And I don't I'm, think I'm all Cinderella for it. story though. I'm all for it. I will say Claude Giroux is having like one of the best that I can remember. Um like trade deadline, mm-hmm. he's got 23 points in 18 games as a Florida Panther. He's Jesus. Killing. Oh, yeah, just killing it. 20 assists. Wow. Like That's unreal. I know. He's on fire. <laughs> um, wow. Before we quickly move on, I just want to point out, Montreal clinching last place has officially meant that Montreal continues to break records this season. They will become <laughs> the first NHL team to finish 32nd in the, in the league, which I think is hilarious. And it's also, I don't think any coincidence, and this is a stat. I know we've talked about this. I don't think I, I knew this for sure. I know we, we've spoken about it, but it is confirmed Montreal actually broke a record for the most games lost due to injury. Really? Season. Yep. Wow. That which is, <laughs> you know, very indicative of what's happened this season. But on the subject, moving on uh, to back to that conversation about Florida, I, I think you know, you know who I'm picking, right? And I can't believe you're not on the same page as me for the Stanley Cup. Give me one second. Give me yeah, get fill fill the air with some nonsense. I'm gonna pull up the fucking <laughs> I'm gonna pull up the 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 uh the standings and let's let's have a look. 
Okay. I, I know I know I can eliminate uh the Leafs. I know I can eliminate Tampa Bay. Here we are. Let's go to standings. Let's go to the motherfucking wild card. All right, let's see. As, uh as good as Florida is. Oh, you probably going with Colorado. How do you not? Okay, so look, I'm all I'm all here with you. I love Colorado too. <clears throat> I'm also about to lose my fucking uh my fantasy league. And it's crazy because everyone who's playing fantasy is gonna know why is it riding on this dude's shoulders. But uh Pavel Frank, who's taken that puck to the face, has spiraled my fucking fantasy league. He's missed two games that he probably would have started and probably would have fucking won. And now that's what I'm losing. That's the one point that I have lost (laughs) is from this dude taking a puck to the fucking face. And honestly, I don't think that they had the depth goaltender wise and i know i know what? that's i know that's funny to say because they got the kid who was lights out from arizona and then I, he he played in minnesota before that i'm blanking on his name darcy kemper darcy that's his kemper? fucking name um and then they have they uh, also have pavel Frankus. yeah but pavel Frankus has got a fucking bobo he's gone he's gone Way after my fucking fantasy league crumbles. He's not gone for the season. I know he's not gone for the playoffs. I'm just saying. I'm just saying something's going to be off. His eye, one of his eyes is going to be blurry. I think now Colorado crumbles to goaltending every year. I know this dude catching it in the fucking teeth. It's a sign. It's a sign. I I know they crumble every year. Okay. Pravel Francouz lost the entire season last year to injury. Mm hmm. He is prone to injury. I'll give you that. But, okay, but this guy had a 9.53 save percentage in the KHL, followed up by a 9.46 in the KHL, and then had went on to the year before last that he missed, had a 9.23 save percentage in 34 games. He's at, on a 9.18 this year after not playing for a year. And on top of that, you've got fucking Darcy Kemper, who after having, like, I don't know if you saw how bad his start to the season was. Mm-hmm. He did not have a great start statistically. No, he didn't. He's, he's like got a 922. Oh, he's one of the top save percentages in the league, Corey. Okay. And this guy, this guy had a 928. And a 925 back-to-back years in Arizona. Yeah, he was fantastic. I think they've got one of the best goaltending situations in going into the playoffs. I think. Now let me let me just fucking have a looky loo. All right, I'm back at it. I think that St. Louis with that fucking Bennington kid and this Villy Huso has got to be, as far as tandems, the best fucking tandem out there right now. I know Bennington can get washed a little bit every now and then. I know Billy Huso can get washed every now and then. They have been unstoppable towards the the end of this season, and that's the biggest scare factor for them. Their offense is scoring. They're scoring upwards of, like, five-plus goals. 
Uh, and then the goaltending has been stout, whereas Bennington fell off so hard that they were giving like four to five games to Billy Huso to his one. And now it's back to just about either one to one or two to one or, you know, two and two. I think uh, Bennington's washed. I'm not, I'm not dumb. This isn't the team I'm pulling for. You know what I'm saying? I'm just, I just got to credit them because they're fucking doing it right now. And they're not doing it with like, like uh, Ryan O'Reilly, who's been kind of a quiet, it's, it's like Robert Thomas, uh, Bushnevich, uh, Braden Shen when he comes back. I see that, but that team, like St. Louis, has arguably the best top three centers in the National Hockey No, I, I think you're right. I think and they're right. also one of the best defensive teams in the National mm-hmm. Hockey Like, All right. I know Ryan O'Reilly might not be putting up a lot of points, but that guy, like, I, I know there's Patrice Berger on, but other than that, who do you pick as a better two-way forward? Right. No, I, I agree. Um, also, I, got- think the, I think the only goalie, because UC Saros is out. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. And that is, tragic. that is tragic for Nashville. Hopefully mm-hmm. he's back. But I'm going to assume he's not, okay? The only goalie, I think, realistically, that Colorado has to be that scared of is Flurry. Really? Markstrom doesn't scare me in the playoffs. Okay. Okay. I think, look, I think Calgary is Calgary is the, scares me. It's the Markstrom biggest, doesn't. it's the biggest sleeper because we, we only got that sample size. And I don't know. I think Markstrom's just been unreal uh this season. You don't really know much about Vader or Vader, what the fuck his name is. Cause he he, he never gets the reps. He never gets the reps. But look. We can agree to disagree on that. But let's just scroll back up. We go look at Florida. Big fucking Bob off of one of the most redemptive series seasons. Sorry. Uh, coming off his last season, I was like, this dude collected a paycheck and just literally stopped caring about the game. Uh, chalking it up to a fluke at this point. And then that Spencer Knight kid, unreal. Unreal. Had a tough night against Colorado the other night, but so be it. I mean, no, I agree. Like, I think Florida has the best one-two punch mm-hmm. going into the playoffs just based on potential. But And I think Markstrom's a good goalie. Don't get me wrong. I think I don't think Markstrom's a bad playoff goalie. I don't – Markstrom's phenomenal, but I think a lot of his success has to do with just how phenomenal that Calgary team is. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think that Calgary is the only team – I think there's two teams that could stop Colorado in the in the West, and Calgary is the the team I think that is going to pose a threat. Like they're gonna that's going to be a great. Let's be honest, it's going to be bar any sort of upset, it's going to be Calgary, Colorado Western Conference Final. I think that I I'd put money on that. I think they're the only team that can stop them. However. I think Minnesota has the only goalie that could beat them. Hmm. And what I mean to say is Marc-Andre Fleury could carry price them and win a series. I believe that. He's the only goalie in that division that could do that to them. (laughs) I really do believe that. And I know he hasn't had a great regular season, but. But he he wasn't with Minnesota the entire time. Like, no. And we've spoken about this on this 
podcast when Peter DeBoer pulled Markstrom out of that series and gave the reins to Laner. I know oh, you, you mean, yeah, you mean, Florida. I knew we'd won. Yeah. Last season. Yeah. No, absolutely. Flurry. You put a frosty phenomenal. guy in. He was phenomenal in that series. Mm-hmm. I know, I know that price was better. So he gets overshadowed. Flurry was good. He had that one really bad gaff that mistake that cost them. Uh, Josh, that Josh Anderson scored and it kind of cost him a bit. Yeah, I thought Flurry was really good, and we've watched him in Pittsburgh. You know, people say, "Oh, Matt Murray won those." Like this, the first Cup, Flurry played 17, 18 games. Mm-hmm. Like he basically won. He got them there. So, I, I, I really, I, I think Colorado. I think like the, the whole, the whole. I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but the whole Matt Murray thing is like. Uh, I don't think it has a lot of uh, uh, it, it's it's not as valid as as it could have been in the past or it, it was, but like time has shown, like poor Matt Murray is in uh, is playing with the Texas Stars right now in the AHL. You know, like that's what he's doing. Meanwhile, Flurry has moved to what four teams. Wasn't so wasn't so successful in Chicago, but Chicago is so fucking. Uh, they they're just a dumpster fire right now. But found success in Minnesota. Found like a franchise icon in Vegas. Um, I think that shows that like like it, a lot of people would like Flurry's kind of washed up or whatever. He goes to Vegas, changes everybody's fucking opinion on him. Uh, goes to Chicago, tries his best. Goes to Minnesota. And is helping them fucking become one of the better teams in the fucking in the central. I'm sorry, what are you talking about? Matt Murray is playing for Texas. Matt Murray got uh he got traded to not Dallas, the Texas Stars, not the Dallas Stars. No, 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 no that's a different guy. That's a different Matt. That's Murray. A, that's another Matt Murray. Yeah, it's a different Matt. There's Murray. two Matt Murrays. Yeah, it's like some guy they signed from hilarious. Whatever he's still in the AHL though, right? He's with uh Ottawa, I guess. He's hurt. I think Murray's hurt right now. Yeah, but he he got sent down to the AHL, and he that was, was the last hurdle. The, he was in the AHL. I think. I don't know. I, I it's Forsberg's net there. Yeah. Yeah. Like regardless, I like, see your point. He's a 27 year old goalie who's not playing for his team. Yeah, no. I uh, honestly thought he was in Texas. I was like, "That's sorry, sick. yeah." You just you threw me off when you said. I was like, <laughs> "What the fuck is he talking about?" <laughs> uh, Southern shit. Um, but I, I don't know. I just Flurry still got it. I, I guess that's where I was. I was heading. Is that? Um, I guess like yeah. I guess we could simplify the question though. Instead of cup, who do you got for the East final and who you got for the West final? Hmm. Okay, East, uh, Florida. That's me being uh, opinionated as far as uh, stackness. Mm, I think I'm still going to go Florida, maybe Carolina, just to throw it off. The West, I'm thinking Colorado or uh, Calgary. No, I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, who's going to be in the final? Yeah. The Western so, Conference. Okay. I think, I think the West. Oh, no, no, no. Is... Yeah, yeah. No, I'm sorry. Uh, I meant like, 
Uh, I'm going to just stick to my guns. I'm going to go Florida versus Colorado. Yeah, that's fair. I think, look, I think the West is pretty cut and dry. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, it's the West is easy to predict. predict. I think it's going to be Colorado, Calgary. The East is definitely the big question, though. Um, I agree with you. I think the Panthers are going to make – I think they're going – they should – God, it's tough. I think they should make the Eastern Conference final, but I don't know if it's talked about enough. They've got kind of a Leafs thing going on here too, where they haven't been able to make it past the first round. So no, no, you're right, but they also never really had like they uh, were never the offensive t- prowess, nor yeah. the nor the goaltending like backup that that extra oomph. And the defensively, the they've been pretty stout as well. Well, the thing about um the Panthers as well is they kind of have to, for such a young team, it's kind of win now. Absolutely. Big con- that Bobrovsky contract is going to kill them. Mm-hmm. And I do think Claude Giroux helps tremendously. That guy's been to the cup final. He knows what it takes. He's a playoff performer. He's going to help them out a lot. So I think they'll make the Eastern conference final. And honestly, I'm not sold on Carolina. I think they're a phenomenal team. I think Carolina lacks goaltending, and uh, I think they have it offensively. They don't have a if sp- they're not if they're not if they don't come out swinging, it's a tough look. But as far as the Metro, the Rangers, uh, I don't know what's going on with Panarin, but with Panarin being hurt, I think that's going to be a bit tough. Um, I know Chris Kreider's been unreal this season. Uh, you still got Fox. You still got that 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 young kid Jones. Uh, those two on defense. Um, you still got uh, Mika Zibanejad, but which also I think is day to day right now as well. I just think the Rangers are a bit hurt. Uh, Pittsburgh is Pittsburgh's <sighs> Pittsburgh. They they can make a run. I won't count yeah. Pittsburgh out. My issue with Carolina is not so much. I agree with goaltending. Freddie, as much as I don't think it's Freddie's fault that he had had never experienced playoff success, you do have to consider it. He's never done. He's much. never been in that element. He's probably never played this. Is going to play this many games. This is this is in one season, him, right? He's got to prove that he can play well in the playoffs. And then I, I forgot who it was, but somebody went down the other day mid game, like pulled. I think it was like a groin injury or something like that. Might have been uh, Auntie Ranta or or their other. Fucking guy, I I I sure. hope I'm not fucking this up, but I, I remember seeing that. Um, my my big issue with Carolina though is like I genuinely don't believe they have a superstar. I know if Carolina fans heard me say that, they would fucking crucify me. <laughs> Sebastian Ajo is better than any player on the Habs. Don't get me wrong. I wish like when we sign him to an offer sheet, if he was on my team, <laughs> I was so if, excited. <laughs> if like. If Sebastian Ajo was on my team, I would call him a superstar. Mm. I absolutely would. I just don't think he's quite – I think he's, like, on the cusp. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. he's just – I don't think he's a game-breaker. And I know he's got 80 points in 78 games. And I know he's one of the best players in the National Hockey League. But when I look at 
the center position, I just I, – I would pick so many other guys ahead of him. You know what I mean? Yeah, like like he's mid-tier because there's just so much elevated guys above him. He's one of – like genuinely one of the best players in the National Hockey League. Yeah, no, when I mean mid, like mid-tier of like top ten – centers in the league like well yeah no i agree it makes sense i just i don't know there's just something you know what i mean no i i i I can understand it i just think that that that's a team that fights they've gone pretty far with basically the still this core group not much has really changed for carolina um they seem to rally pretty pretty well. Um, but I just think that as far as, like, I think they're going to take the Metro. If Pittsburgh catches a dent, I think it's over for them. It's crazy to see Boston and Washington as a wild card for this for this right now. Um, but I just think of, of everything. Boston's kind of hurt. Uh, and then their top guys aren't producing right now. Washington's fucked. Ovi's hurt. I don't know the extent of that injury from – Toronto, but Ovi's Ovi's kind of hurt. Um, their goaltending's been kind of lackluster. The Rangers are kind of hurt. Pittsburgh's, you know, a flip of the coin. Toronto's going to choke. Tampa Bay's the difficult child. And then you, you got Florida, who's just, I'm guess, playing favoritism. I, I don't see a problem. Radko Gudis is out, the best. Uh, five for five defense <laughs> defensemen's hurt. Uh, that's my my negative for Florida right now. But I just think Carolina, other than goaltending, I don't really see too many uh, you know mess ups in their armor. No, that's fair. Um, just in the interest, because I know you have to work tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Putting things down, I think we're going to continue this conversation on Sunday. So, do you want to kind of wrap things up here? Uh, we'll have a full playoff picture. Yeah, yeah, no, no, absolutely. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll come off a playoff because we'll just keep talking about it. Um, I still, uh, I still want to bring up a little bit of tonight's game. I didn't get to watch all of it because of uh, my connection, but uh, Jeff Petrie's two goals are fucking fantastic. Um, I guess, you know, we're going to be cutting it, cutting it soon, uh, getting up out of here because i got to work that Pelicans playoff game where I just really can't wait for them to fucking lose. But before we get into, I guess, our final topic of the night, we have a word from our sponsors over at DraftKings. Hockey fans, feel the action on the ice like never before with DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NHL. Right now, new customers can bet just $1 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state or Providence yet, you can still hit the ice for cold, hard cash. New customers can make their first deposit and play free for thousands with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contests. Draft your lineup of eight skaters, a goalie, and rack up points for goals, assists, saves, and more. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Remember, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. 
Use promo code THPN. Bet just $1 on any NHL team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NHL. That's 21 or older. Restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. God, I need a water. Um, so, yeah, uh, what you thinking, Mason? Where are we going for this last topic? Ooh, uh, I'm not sure, to be honest with you. Okay. Well, look, I know we're going to talk, uh, like you said, Sunday, we're going to talk a little bit more about the playoff picture and stuff like that. But here's one thing. Uh, we didn't really get a chance to talk about the, the game that happened uh, yesterday, uh, which we're recording the day of, so it's, it's crazy to say that. But, um, you know, the Habs won. The Habs never trailed in this game. Um, there was – Moments where they shit talk Petrie and then Petrie got a goal and then Petrie had a terrible fucking pass or well, it was a turnover where Joel Edmondson basically had to save the fucking day on the back end. And then Jeff Petrie ends up uh, winning it for us. Um, I felt like there was moments in the game where the guys were cycling really well. And then there was just moments of just pure there was like, it felt like there was no real direction for the team. You put a new group on the ice by the time they're 45 seconds or, you know, by the time their shift was up, there was no momentum gained. It was just all neutral, (laughs) neutral zone to defensive zone shit with maybe like one or two chances to get it up ice and they're getting folded. Um, I'm actually surprised we came away with the win. Um, but some of the goals we scored were just kind of ruthless. Uh, the first – no, it wasn't Jeff Petrie's first goal. It was, I think, Mike Hoffman, who in his goal scoring, Suzuki set up that beautiful uh, across-ice pass, set him up for his 60th point of the season. So congratulations to Nick Suzuki. That's fucking amazing. Um, all in all, very – very interesting, uh, kind of nail-biting game, just watching the Habs. But I thought it was pretty good for, for what little bit I was able to see. Um, I know you didn't really get to catch any because you were doing your, your tryouts, which is badass. But, um, but with us winning that and Arizona winning, we're stuck at the bottom, which is right where we want to be. We've won uh, the inevitable shit trophy. But this will lead into a segue, and I'll promote it. Um, I think it's May 10th is when they're doing the lottery. So I know a lot of Habs fans um, are very excited to see where we land. I will be doing a live stream with uh, also another THPN host, fan of the show, uh, former guest on the show, uh, Richie Flores of the Sporty with Richie and Corey podcast, the Arizona affiliate, Mason's favorite quiet sleeper team. Uh, I'll be doing some stuff with him doing for the live stream of sleeper uh, team because whenever they're playing, you might as well just go to sleep. <laughs> That's so rude. I, I swear to God, I'm going to start compiling all of this data and sending it to them. So like they feel like they have to come on here to like defend their honor. Um, 
Oh, dude. So you remember how I went on that tangent where I said Gary Bettman was going to do everything in his power to make Arizona um, the new hip team like Toronto is for the for the Gen Z kids? Remember this conversation where you were like, I, I can't saw, fucking I do saw, this anymore? I saw it about half an hour ago on Twitter, too. I'm, I'm restarting it. I don't know if you saw this, but uh, fucking our president, Joe Biden, called Gary Batman, Gary Batman. And yes. I've been just fucking taking a walk with it, scooting, scooting a boot uh, with the Gary Batman talk. But I am going to pump that live stream full of Arizona. Uh, what's a good word to use? Uh, collusion. Because Gary Bettman is going to do everything in his power to get right over to if, uh, um, Arizona. If Arizona wins the lottery, I think we're going to have to go full Georgia on them and demand a recount of the ballots. <laughs> because, yeah, you're right. I'm that That's rigged. And, you know, poor Shane Wright. Oh, Shane Wright playing back in a college uh, style. I know he didn't go, but it wouldn't be too much different than what he was doing. And where was he at? The O? The dub? Moving from Kingston to Arizona. (laughs) He probably, honestly, like, you go from that full barn with those great Kingston fans, sell out every night, and then you got to go play in front of, like, it's, you know, 5,000 people, 5,000, you know, they're not sold out. Like they, they don't even fuck. It's like that. You're seeing that Charles Barkley clip where he's shitting on the Phoenix suns. You no. ever seen that? Oh my no. God. He's like talking about how, you know, like he's just, everything's wrong. He's like, mm-hmm. Oh man. Like, the, the the hot dog hot dog buns are stale. <laughs> He's like, the the nachos are cold. He says, you know, he goes, you know how most places they put some jalapenos on the nachos. The Phoenix Suns, yeah, they'd be putting pickles on their nachos. He's like, they ask they ask, park, they ask Chuck like, they're like Chuck, how's the park? And he goes, oh, there's plenty parking. <laughs> he's like he's like oh, cheerleader, cheerleaders are ugly now like just going on Jesus. Like that, that that's arizona well like i'm saying gary bettman is not gonna let the brainchild go to waste he no is brain. bringing he is bringing arizona to the top kids i i guarantee you there's he's gonna brainwash the next stupid boy icon in music like MGK or whatever, and they're going to be just riding Arizona. And everyone's Justin Bieber, Toronto bullshit is just going to be like three pillars below this next uh, wave of brainwashing to get Arizona back on top, talking about it that way that that team can cannot leave the desert. Listen, I don't need any of this MGK slander. He he does every enough every day of my life. He does enough to damage his own image by fucking drinking mega being coffee, himself, blood and shit himself. I don't need you contributing. 
Uh, since, you know, I've shit on Arizona this whole podcast and my entire life, I will say they do have the sexiest jerseys in the National Hockey League. Not anymore. Not anymore. I can't agree with that. You don't like the Kachina? I love Arizona, but I don't want to see the Kachina. That shit should be a third at best. A that Thursday the, night. That is Thursday the night sexiest, jersey. That is the sexiest jersey in the National Hockey League. Their motherfucking howler jersey away with the black sleeves is the sleekest nice motherfucking jersey around. The Period. No. That Actually, 90s Super it, Nintendo bullshit needs to get fucking put in the trash. No, that shit is so goddamn sexy. I can't. I can't. Love the color scheme. I like I like the Kachina, the purple Kachina too. That one's sick. The reverse retro? The reverse retro one. That's gorgeous. Too. We're fucking ending this right now. You got anything else to say? Um because I'm fucking ending the episode. <laughs> Hmm. Austin Matthews <laughs> is a fraud. Um, Leafs are going to go out in the first round again. Uh, Montreal will somehow end up drafting third. The only reason hockey's still in Arizona is because Gary Bettman has deemed it needs to be there. Um, I think it's hilarious that I've emceed in an arena larger than the nhl arena that arizona is going to be playing in for my fucking high school hockey game that is not making this up i looked it up i did a broadcast for a high school hockey game with more people in attendance Uh so stuck on that Corey and richie your team's a fraud um and finally i'll end this with saying cole caulfield is the rookie of the year Suck on that, everyone. Michael Bunting is 8,000 years old, and he is shit. And he's hurt. <laughs> oh, he's hurt? I believe so. I think he's day-to-day right now. Oh, well, I mean, his his, his old knees and old back probably gave out. You can't really blame the guy. He's 105. Jesus Christ. It would, You know, to be fair to Michael Bunting, it would be a great story to see him win the Calder since, you know, he was friends with Calder back in 1905 <laughs> so it would be great to see him finally win his best friend's namesake trophy but you know jesus christ man that was fantastic of an outro for you but um anyway i'm uh i'm sorry for the slander towards Corey and richie love them so much it's not, it's not slander towards Corey and richie <laughs> it's slander towards the trash can with fucking skates that they root for. Oh, Jesus. Oh, man. Still rest in peace, Guy Lafleur. Uh, folks, thank you all so much for listening to this episode of Habs Nightly. Hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your week. Can't wait to talk to you guys soon, and we fucking will. Good night. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at the hockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.